Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest in Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Hi there. Ho there. Okay, now like this is the longest podcast ever with all our just our greetings. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You have a special greeting episode. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. How is everybody? Guys, I am beaming because I just finished watching D23 Inside Disney set sale on the Disney Wish, the video special. And I'm so jealous and also just so proud of everything you guys did and Ashley did such a great job filling in so good that I'm like a little nervous that maybe I'm getting the boot from my closet but she's such a good friend of the pod and such a good friend in general so amazing work you guys my favorite thing was watching you eat the chicken tenders the <laughs> legendary chicken tenders and Tony oh, yeah. you went at it with a fork and knife which was like very surprising but very classy oh, really? <laughs> you know, I try to keep it very classy on camera you know yeah. <laughs> well I'm glad you keep it classy somewhere <laughs> yeah it all worked out me and my plate o chicken tenders. Andrew Barth Feldman, I felt really terrible because I during we only had one microphone and, and I watched it back and I felt like he looked like he was essentially our mic holder. And I'm like, you're oh, he's no. amazing and he's so talented and funny. And I mean, he was great in there. He was a really good sport. And a really good mic holder. There you go. Add it to the list. Exactly. <laughs> we have the best team. That was so fun to watch that episode. And to think that we did all of that in three days is pretty magical wow yeah i mean <laughs> almost less even because yeah. you get on the ship we filmed like one thing the first day yeah. um or two wow. then it was like two back-to-back days of non-stop running around that ship and filming <laughs> wow well it looked spectacular you looked spectacular and of course the chicken tenders looked the most spectacular no offense 100 <laughs> thank you and for those of you out there who watched there we we may be airing some bloopers in the coming weeks there were some very funny moments but if you haven't watched it, you can see it on all of D23 socials on the YouTube, on the Facebook, and on the Twitter. Just follow Disney D23. Sherry, what else have you been up to besides, you know, watching me and Tony just live it up on the Disney Wish? <laughs> the best. I can't wait to rewatch it. Well, I finished Baymax on Disney Plus. Sadly, Ooh. I was like really trying to hold off because I didn't want to go through it too quick but I had to finish it was so good the last episode in the season really ties the whole thing together and it's so oh everyone just I don't want to spoil it I don't want to spoil it you guys have to watch it (laughs) I did I watched it I watched all of them based on your recommendation I binged all in one sitting although you were right I just wanted more so I wish I had paced it out a little (laughs) bit better so cute and I agree the final episode that ties it all together is just terrific very busy. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building season two. Oh, good. It, it's so good. I mean, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, amazing. Plus, you've got the Amy Schumer this season. You get the Shirley MacLaine. It's so good. And just renewed for season three. So congratulations to the team at Only Murders in the Building. Loving it. Mm-hmm. And last weekend, I had the opportunity. I went to the premiere of Zombies 3. <gasps> Oh, so fun. So fun. I mean, now we've got zombies, werewolves, cheerleaders, and aliens. 
so much fun to see it with in a room with all that energy. The whole cast was there. Milo, Meg, friend of the pod, of course. <laughs> it was fun. I ran into my friend Sarah Rue, so we caught up. Actually, I did not see him, but Hayden Christensen was there. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I could. There were so many pod guests who were there. I we could have just done a little pod reunion of sorts always anyway. the mic jeffrey there yes. you go exactly so that of course is coming to disney plus and then there will also be a special version coming to disney channel so congrats to the team of zombies three amazing so Ooh. fun love it so much good stuff happening mm-hmm. and speaking of the good stuff coming up on the show you guys we have Natalie Portman. Yes. You will not believe how they made some of the special effects in Thor Love and Thunder. Natalie's stories Mm -hmm. are just genius. Oh, please stick around for this interview. Plus, love that we got to get in some Queen slash Senator Amidala conversation with her. So, yep, Mm -hmm. yep. Stay tuned. But first, we've got a whole lot of news to get to. So, Tony, what, what's up first? We do. And we begin with some exciting Emmys news, you guys. The primetime Emmy nominations were this week, and the Walt Disney Company announced, drumroll, please. If you can hear that. Ooh, that's a pretty good drumroll. Thank you. <laughs> 147 <laughs> nominations. Wow. wow. Yep, across all content brands at Disney. So, really fun. So much to celebrate. Disney stream platforms also specifically earned a total of 92 nominations, 32 at Disney Plus, 58 at Hulu. And just a big shout out to everyone across the company making such incredible and impactful content, really. We love to see it. Including Only Murders in the Building. So I was very excited. I'm you know, so in on that show, lots of noms. And also for the fantastic Abbott Elementary, I was really, really happy. Oh my God, Team yep, Abbott. Absolutely. Woo-hoo. Well, shifting gears, Marvel is celebrating 60 beyond amazing years of Spider-Man this year. So now through December 2022, fans are going to be able to celebrate with all new products, experiences, comic books, retail, activations, fan events, so much more. So you can visit marvel.com for all of the details, of course. There's going to be this incredible exhibit called Beyond Amazing, the exhibition coming to the Comic-Con Museum in San Diego. So there's going to be a lot of incredible items there. So much happening. Can't believe Spider-Man 60th anniversary mark there. Amazing. Wow. Very cool. Well, guys, what do you get when you combine light and magic? Hmm. You get industrial light and magic, aka ILM. Yes. If you're unfamiliar with ILM, they are the special visual effects, animation, and virtual production division of Lucasfilm. And Lucasfilm just debuted the Light and Magic trailer, which is a new documentary where you're going to get unparalleled access to all the things that go on behind the curtain at ILM. So you can learn about the true pioneers of modern filmmaking who brought George Lucas's vision to life and basically inspired the entire industry of visual effects. I am super excited for this. Mm, I love the trailer. I thought the trailer looked amazing. Same. Even the poster looks so cool. Beautiful. There are going to be six episodes of Light and Magic. They premiere on July 27th exclusively on Disney+. And yeah, check out the trailer that we're talking about if you haven't seen it yet on the ILM YouTube. Well, zombies fans, listen up. Lots of zombies fun on this episode. I know. I'm a zombies (laughs) fan. I love it. Well, the Zombies Bash 
get it? It's coming yes, yes. to Disney Springs <laughs> and Downtown Disney this summer. You heard that correctly. Zombies Bash is a DJ-hosted, dance-filled, 20-minute stage event featuring the music from the Disney Channel film Zombies and Zombies 2 for guests of all ages to enjoy. This makes me want to go to Disney Springs right now to catch all this. Full details, including times and stage locations uh, on both coasts, are at the Disney Parks blog. And don't forget, once again, Zombies 3 premieres July 15th on Disney Plus and August 12th on Disney Channel. Well, after all that dancing, you're going to need to refuel. And what better way to dine than with your favorite characters? More character dining is coming back to Walt Disney World. Some of our guest favorite restaurants are gearing up to welcome some popular pals back, including the Crystal Palace, a buffet with characters. That comes back September 20th. You guys, that has a very special place in my heart as a former friend of Pooh, who may have been at the Crystal Palace. I am so happy for this to come back. Yes. Hopefully they do the parade again. And at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, Ohana Best Friends Breakfast featuring Lilo and Stitch is also coming back September 27th. Then, October 4th, the Cape May Cafe Minis Beach Bash Breakfast. Ooh, tongue twister. I was going to say, say that 10 times fast. (laughs) This is at Disney's Beach Club Resort, and that will also be coming back. Please join some other newly returned experiences that we've talked about on the show before, like Chippendale's Campfire Sing-Along at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. To book reservations for all the info, go to the Walt Disney World Resort website or the My Disney Experience app. Fun. Mm -hmm. Well, a really fun trailer dropped this week, you guys, from the 20th Century Studios YouTube and social platforms for the upcoming film, Amsterdam. It's, quote, a richly intricate crime epic which I love that descriptor, with the most amazing cast. I'm just going to name a few. You may have heard of some of them. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Chris Rock, Rami Malek, Robert De Niro, and my girl Taylor Swift are all in this film. Can you believe? The list Ah. goes on. That's just a peek at the cast list. Um, But Amsterdam opens in theaters November 4th. And definitely go check out that trailer. I will do that. But you hear that chime, you know what it's time for. It's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, presented by our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tony, what's up first? Well, first, you can kick off the weekend with George, George, George of the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the film, Saturday, July 16th on Disney Plus, starring, of course, Brendan Fraser and Leslie Mann. On the 17th, it happens to be the 67th anniversary of Disneyland. So why not head to Disney Plus and watch the pre opening report from Disneyland? It's a great special where Walt himself provides a look at the many details that were required to make sure that Disneyland would be ready for its big debut. Wow. Also on Sunday, check out Monsters University on Freeform at 5.50 p.m. Eastern slash Pacific. Guys, this is the debut of one of my all-time favorite Pixar characters and the only other Sherry in Disney character history, I think. 
Sherry oh. Squibbles. Hmm. Yeah. Spelled the same way as me too. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, next up on ABC on July 17th at 9 p.m., you can watch The Final Straw, where two teams are facing off to win a grand prize of $250,000. So ABC fans, Final Straw fans, go team. Speaking of ABC and game shows, $100,000 Pyramid. There's a new episode Sunday at 10 p.m. We've got Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dolla Sign competing and friend of the pod, Bobby Moynihan, squaring off against Ron Funches. How fun. How Funches. <laughs> On to our Academy Award winning guest who has the distinction of starring in two of the biggest franchises of all time, Star Wars and Marvel. She's reprised her role of Dr. Jane Foster in Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder, in which she brings on both in spades. Please welcome to the show, Natalie Portman. And for those who haven't yet seen Thor Love and Thunder, please pause it right here. We're getting into spoiler territory. All right. So I read a story where you said normally your kids don't want you to go and film things. But for this, they were like, please go, please go right now and do this. It was really exciting to get to be part of something that they were really excited about and impressed by for the first time in my career. So it was just a joy to go. And also it was a very kid-friendly set. Taika made that clear to me right away that, you know, his kids would be there, that everyone's kids would be running around and that that was the kind of environment he wanted to create. And we were lucky with being in Australia during COVID that they had this very strict quarantine process in place there so that we didn't have to worry about that. And the kids could kind of just come whenever they wanted. Okay. You have to please tell us about the deck you stood on to make you closer to Chris Hemsworth's height. Yes. So I'm five, three and my character's six foot, which I don't know (laughs) if that, you know, has ever happened before in history that someone has imagined a character for an actor that can't physically fill those shoes. And I'm so grateful to all the movie magic that Marvel can provide to make that possible. But a lot of the practical solution for that on set was putting me on a deck. So we do a rehearsal, we'd figure out the path that I would be walking in the scene. And then they'd build this platform, this very long platform, which I'm so grateful to our crew for being so generous about. And then poor Chris and Tessa would constantly be having to like walk over it to get to their paths and (laughs) have to pretend like they weren't like leaping over a platform. It provided a lot of comedy, um, but allowed me to look (laughs) tall. So that was helpful. That is a win. One of the things we love to ask is what was really happening in a scene before they added the amazing effects. So when you're being held up by the vine-like things in the shadow realm, what was actually holding you up? It looks kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a really good one because so we were in a room that was basically just a normal room that had like black, like felt curtains around it. And then we were each on like a platform that was on wheels and with nothing restraining us. (laughs) (laughs) We were just kind of fastened to this platform. It had kind of like a pole behind us that we were fastened to so that we wouldn't fall when they moved it. And then they had people in blue 
suits running us in and out. <laughs> that we would be, and we had to pretend we were restrained. So we'd be like, <laughs> and then they put everything in later. So yeah, that's pretty wild. Wow. That is amazing. All right. Well, of course, because you're just among friends here, um, you can totally tell us what was Mighty Thor's final catchphrase. Oh, that I will take with me to my grave. Oh, <laughs> darn, darn. Maybe tell us how heavy is Mjolnir? Mjolnir is surprisingly heavy. Luckily, they have different versions of it when you have to do a lot of action with it because the real Mjolnir you like wouldn't be able to do especially the number of takes we have to do like over and over and over again. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do if it were the real thing. Good to know. I love all of this behind the scenes. It's awesome. <laughs> In the tag at the end, Jane reaches Valhalla. So do you feel like your Marvel cinematic universe journey has reached an end or could we see more Jane Foster in the future? It certainly feels like anything is possible. Although I have no insight into the answer to that. We kind of hit on it with the deck, but what was the funniest moment you remember having on set? I think the time I laughed the hardest was watching Chris in the rubble scene. I'm trying to not give anything away, but there's a lot of stuff that he did in that that killed me. The stuff that's in the movie is really funny, but there's stuff that also like <laughs> that they tried <laughs> that was so funny and so good. Finding like different body parts in that pile of rocks. That was, yeah, amusing. <laughs> so Natalie, can you talk a little bit about the training you did to get into Thor Jane shape? I worked with a trainer, Naomi Pendergast in Sydney, who was incredible. She trains a lot of triathletes. So she's really conscious about like making sure all of your small muscles are kind of like strong enough to support the like big muscles so that you can do all that heavy lifting without injuring yourself, which was pretty key for me as, you know, someone coming off of the pandemic and, you know, kind of sitting on the couch and eating comfort food for a year before <laughs> I made this movie. So it was really incredible to work with her prepping for this. I imagine, because I did read something where you said that you're doing Black Swan and often you're trying to be so small. And for this, you were so big. Was there something other than just working out a posture, something that you brought with you to it? There was a lot of eating that <laughs> was necessary, which is also fun. Because again, like I feel like the past training I'd done had so much to do with restricting my eating. And this one was like, eat as much as you possibly can. Obviously, it's certain types of foods, like very protein rich foods, but like almost to a point where you just don't want to eat anymore, where you're like, I'm just so stuffed all the time. I can't keep up. That was definitely a new kind of challenge. Anything in particular that you really grew to like that you maybe hadn't normally treated yourself to? Hmm. I imagine cake doesn't have a lot of protein, but I'm putting it out there. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I guess I learned that broccoli has like protein, which I didn't really think about before. <laughs> there you go. A yeah. lot of broccoli. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> so not only are you a hero in the MCU, you're a star in a galaxy far, far away. What do you remember most about playing Amidala? I think getting to travel to North Africa for the first time, mm. being in Tunisia was really, really 
an amazing opportunity and amazing experience. I mean, I'd just never been in that kind of landscape before and it really feels like another planet. It was really, really special. And you know, you were very young when you started on your Star Wars journey. What do you remember about being a really successful actor who suddenly achieved a totally next level type of fame and recognizability? It was amazing to get to enter a universe where, you know, there were already so many passionate fans. It was really uh, like very lucky to kind of inherit that, you know, and like ride the coattails of that in a way. I also realized the pressure of that, of course, when people love it so much, what it means to them. And so, yeah, it was very quickly understood that this was a very, very meaningful situation for all the fans of Star Wars. Do you have a favorite scene that you remember filming from those films? I loved working with Ahmed Best. He's still one of my very, very close friends. And Joel Edgerton and Nash Edgerton, Joel of course, was in the films and Nash was also in the films as Ewan's stunt double. So I feel like anytime I worked with any of them it was always magical because they're such good friends. And Rose Byrne also, another person I've been so lucky to stay friends with. I was going to ask if you're still in touch with any other co-stars, but it sounds like- Oh yeah. And, to... and actually getting back to Sydney shooting this one was really awesome to get to reunite with some of them because we shot last one in Sydney. That's great. Nice to be able to go back. Yeah, it was great. There were some people who were still working at Fox Studios who had been there then, which was really cool. That's nice. Reunion. We are a Disney podcast and you obviously have a fabulous family. I'm curious if you've ever all gone to the Disney parks together, had any of those experiences? We have definitely gone to the Disney parks together and it's <laughs> been Super fun. And my kids, of course, dream. They love it. And I have to make sure that they understand it's a very special experience. It's not something we do on a regular basis. It's like a very, very special occasion. Do they have any favorites that you always have to go on? I mean, the one I grew up going on, like that I loved as a kid, because we used to go to the Florida one and mm -hmm. I really loved at Epcot Center, the human body one. That was oh like yeah. Story. Like I just loved it so much, but my kids, I mean, they love the new Star Wars one in California. My son really loves that. Also the California adventure, the kind of like flying ones. So Soren. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun that they each have their kind of like own characters. We used to That's go to amazing. the uh, Euro Disney quite a lot too. When we lived in Paris, it was such a nice kind of like taste of home. Oh, it's amazing. It's been so good chatting with you. You know, we end every episode here with our guests by asking a very special question. So I got to give it to you. What is your favorite Disney memory? I really loved The Lion King when it came out as a kid. Mm. And it was around the time that The Professional came out. And I remember going to like the offices when it was kind of like my first time being in movies. And they were like, what do you like? And I said, Lion King. And they gave me all of this like Lion King gear. And it like made my life. I loved that movie so much. I cried oh. so much. Oh my goodness. I mean. So sad, that movie. <laughs> it's, uh, beautiful, happy, hopeful. It's all the, it's all yeah, the emotions. All the things, all the things. I mean, just like Thor, Love and Thunder, all the yes, things. Yes, it's true. Natalie, thank you. This was a delight. We are so happy that you are back in the MCU for this film. You are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we cannot wait to see what comes next. Thank you so much.
She's so fun. And I love that there were no vines or weird ropey slime things. I'm not sure what they were in the film. They were very (laughs) scary, but I love hearing that they weren't even there. Like the amazing, amazing work that they do at Marvel Studios. They are geniuses. Love it. Well, thanks, Natalie, for hanging out with us. And thank you guys for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, just check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.